Hi, dog. So officially, this is going to be the episode for the the twenty eighth. So right after Christmas. Right after Christmas, it's the pre New Year's one. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. It's not us doing it. I mean, you... Minor, minor uh, delay. So, what do you think? What do you like? 97 under the ice? Sure. Yeah, let's go way back. That's 11, almost 12 years ago. Or, I'm sorry. 97? No, 20 years ago. I'm sorry. 21, almost 22 years ago. So, I'm looking at this reader feedback. Yeah. They are pissed off. About what? About... Scuba Times must have came out and said some shit about the NRA. So the NRA is pissed off? Well, a bunch of the the readers are like writing in, as an NRA member and firearms owner, I find your comments personally offensive. (laughs) I spend a lot of money on the NRA every year to ensure my constitutional rights are protected from people of your political Ooh. Persuasion. If I wanted political commentary in a magazine, I'd subscribe to a political journal. Good point. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It used to be the wise man, wise businessman would say, don't put our political views out there. But today, it's the opposite. In the October 1996 issue, you expressed your inexplicable fear of firearms and people who own them. As over Who's 70, he talking to, Fred? As over 70 million Americans exercise their Second Amendment right to possess firearms, you must spend most of your time in perpetual fear. We purchase scuba times for entertainment and education and scuba-related topics. We do not purchase scuba times to be insulted or support people intent on depriving us of constitutionally protected liberties. Well, good on you for posting In your letters. editorial <laughs> on the current issue, you did... You denigrated gun owners in general and NRA members in particular. If gun-owning scuba divers feel a need to be insulted, they can listen to Bill Clinton. They don't need to pay money for your anti-gun magazine. Trying to take that shit from the people. Responsible gun ownership is what it's all about, just like responsible diving. So before you get on the soapbox again, check out the facts. So... Because I'm looking at this little handgun here, this stunned reaction. Yeah. The gun that became the subject of controversy. So they must, I'm going to see if I can find that article. They're pissed off about this thing. In addition, tell Ted Camilo, underwater stun gun inventor, to try a 22 caliber short blank. It will transmit the shock wave to the target fish without all of the collateral damage. Remember, firearms and ammunition should always be used with extreme care. Just ask any member of the NRA. They could have told you that. Ooh, these people are up in arms. So that they must, because then this other guy's like, you um, you say it's okay to murder fish with a pole spear, but somehow murdering fish with a spear gun is horrible. Nasty thing to do. I assume your logic is that killing is not the problem. It's what you wave to the target fish without all of the collateral damage. So, um, yeah, they were, uh, they were pretty hot. Hot <laughs> about um, some spearfishing article that uh, Scuba Times must have put out in Late 96. Let's see if I can find that one. That really stirred some heat, man. Well, good. Little did they know, 27 years later, or, or 20, wow. 20 years later, they would be handing everybody a pole spear down in the Caribbean saying, kill them lionfish. Lion yeah. Okay, New Year's Eve is upon us. Yay. <whistles> Dick Clark. Don't be a Dick Clark. 
So we've got some ice diving plans for the new year. Got a couple of uh, ice diving classes already in the mix for late January, early February. And for those of you who are already ice divers, get in touch with us about uh, some more uh, just fun ice diving adventures. We're going to do a, a couple of northern Michigan ice dives again like we did last year those of you who saw some of those pictures pop up on our pages uh we hope to get back out there to a couple of those dive sites so if you're not a nice diver and you want to do a class an get a hold of us diver if you're not a nice diver or an ice diver if you're not a nice diver we don't even want to talk to you <laughs> and if you're not an ice diver we do want to talk to you you got the difference i get it i get it if you're so. not a nice diver you need to sit down and reflect upon your behavior. But if you're not an ice diver, you, you should take an ice diving class. <laughs> yes. yeah. You see what I mean? Yes. All right, good. So back in the um, 90s, there was another scuba magazine here in the good old US of A called Scuba Times. Scuba Times' tagline was, they were the active divers magazine. Hmm. And um, one of the interesting things about Scuba Times is it later blossomed the Advanced Diving Journal, which I think became Advanced Diving, Advanced Diver Magazine. Is that not true? Advanced Diving Magazine was uh, Kurt Bowen started that okay. back in the day. I've got the first few issues. Kurt, Kurt's always been trying to, you know, he's been in the magazine business. He was in the shipwreck exploration here in the Great Lakes, cave diving. He's a firefighter, got out of firefighting and went into publishing. Smart guy, into diving hardcore, tech diving. He was one of the yeah, tech Yeah, so, the, so in, in School like Times, they had, a, they, had a, they had a good section, you know, good, you know, probably 20-page section of just, it was th that birth of that technical era in diving and really started talking about deeper wrecks and technical dives. But another decent magazine, which we haven't pulled anything from yet however this is the february 1997 issue and uh, on the cover is under the ice whoa or in this uh magazine they have an, an article or they have a section in this magazine the dive america section and in this month's issue was a special ice diving edition where they hit a couple of different dive sites throughout the midwest of america and, no, and, nor, and I should say, and northeast of America and Midwest, and uh, talked a little bit about the, the ice diving in there. They didn't do any uh, southwest ice diving? No, they didn't do any uh, San Diego ice dives. <laughs> no Florida ice diving. No Florida ice dives, which, interestingly enough, remember, <laughs> remember back when uh, one of our uh, local quarry owners wanted to build a fake ice surface? So that people could come down to the quarry and, and teach ice diving classes like in the middle of July. Hmm. I don't remember this, but I don't put it out of the you wanted to, realm of possibility. You wanted to build a, uh, like, like build basically it, a, a plexiglass hmm. surface to float. Yeah. To go out there with like a big triangle hole in the middle of it. So you could run line and do the, and, and do the, do ice, the diving. ice diving practice. Not a horrible idea in some respects. Right, I, I get I, that. I, my worry is that uh, certain agency agencies would uh, say, "Yeah, you're certified for ice. <laughs> we simulated it, so we're good." <laughs> you know, right? M missing the huge portion of the freezing your ass off and well, everything, freezing and learning and to cut the yeah. ice. I yeah. mean, you can't tell me that you're going to learn to cut the ice there because you'd be cutting this thing over and over and over. So you're never really cutting anything. The hole's made for you. The only thing you're really learning is Wait, the mean, rope uh, tending. And you mean in the middle of January you just can't unvelcro the triangle <laughs> hole? <laughs> exactly. So you're going to be missing a lot of essential elements of ice diving, which if you run into it without instructor help, you know, and that's not saying anything bad will definitely happen, but... You certainly open the door for the possibility of real bad things happening because you've never experienced them, and oh, now yeah, you're, no doubt now about you're it. certified for it. And they, you know, certainly, do you it, think I'm crazy for, no, for not at all, not thinking at all, that they might I, do this? I would say that the, the the great struggle with with ice diving is that three hours prior to jumping in the hole of being out in the elements, mm -hmm. having had to deal with prepping right. the hole, getting it cut, getting. Uh, Getting everybody ready, getting your gear ready right. so that things aren't freezing, things well, you can get in and out of that stuff. That is and, the hazard. And then not to here. mention realizing that when you give the thumbs and you're like, okay, I need to get out of here. I'm frozen. I got to get out of this water. Realizing you got a long time before you're, you're back really to, to warm. warm. Yeah, because you, you still got to get out of your gear. You got to get mm -hmm. the stuff put away without freezing. You've got to 
get the hole remanaged so that some Poor random sad. person doesn't just fall back inside of it. So you're not done diving when you're done diving like you are on a, on a regular dive. Definitely adds a whole new world to... Uh, well, yeah, it's ice diving. Yeah. There's ice yeah. diving and not ice diving. Plexiglass over open water in the middle of summer is not ice diving, nor does it simulate ice diving. So I guess that's my point. So in the sense of you're learning ice diving, no, you're not. You're, no, you're, you're not. really not getting it. So Well, it's like doing uh, doing your deep dive for your advanced class, in, going to 60, four, <laughs> 48 feet. feet of, no, 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 simulating. Wait, 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 doing your deep dive for your advanced class and going to 55 feet. Yeah. You know, and then the instructor goes, "Well, it's cold water, so it's we can add ten. Uh, we can feet. add ten feet because so which is but you, sixty-five, which officially advanced dive is over sixty. So you're there, qualified. Yeah, therein lies a huge problem in my mind. Is they're missing the they're missing the point of using more gas. The ten feet added is is merely for calculating uh, your deco. It's it has nothing to do with reality." It has nothing to do with Wait. reality. It's to add in a little buffer zone because maybe your circulation isn't going as great Wait, and you your breathing it, isn't going you as great as You mean it's not it a, an instructional loophole so you can do an entire advanced weekend, well, yeah. the same weekend as an <laughs> open water class in a 30-foot pond? Yeah, it's the same thing as, you know, diving off of a, a, a floating pontoon is not boat diving. Uh, diving on a canoe, a sunken canoe or rowboat is not shipwreck diving. Okay, and people are still passing out these fucking cards. Goddamn fucking piece of shit. Goddamn instructor. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, no doubt about it, right? Like doing swimming around, even a even a decent sized cabin cruiser mm-hmm. that's sunk in a, a lake. Not a shipwreck, really. It's not I mean, a shipwreck, right? So when you do this, it's good practice. I mean, if you're you're gonna be like, okay, let's go down and we can't get out in the Great Lakes today because we're blown out. Well, we've got this cabin cruiser over here. Let's go practice some line running, whatever. You know, practice navigating on the boat. All the little things, the little nuances of diving on a shipwreck. You can practice it, but it doesn't count as a shipwreck diver. Well, sure, the hell doesn't prep you for running no. running a reel inside of a, a jagged wow. rip up torn yeah. up you know engine room of a of a really sunken shipwreck or navigating on a gigantic freighter where the visibility is will limit your reference on the freighter and it's very easy to get turned around and instead of you know come you went down on the bow line and you're going to do that swim of shame or come up on the wrong boat that's anchored on the stern line which haven't we seen that before oh, yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean all this silly stuff like that that you need the hell to learn are they doing over there from a, an instructor that's Dovrex that will teach you, hey, there are ways to navigate on a shipwreck. There are ways to run the line. But doing it on a little cabin cruiser or canoe or whatever the blank you're, you're diving on, same thing, ice diving, same thing, all of it. These simulated dives to get these cards, I guess the, my rant here is the instructors have sold them something. They want their money but they don't have the means to really certify them, but they'll sell it to them. They'll, they'll convince them like, well, we can simulate it. <laughs> sure. And, and like, like what about, like, I mean, how many times have you heard people get their ice diving certification, but the weather didn't accommodate it? Oh, no. So we're just going to, well, just, we're just going to run the line from shore. That's not the same. It's really cold water. Not ice diving. It's near freezing water. <laughs> it's not ice diving, no. You, you, you're on a tether, though. Mm-hmm. It's not ice time. You uh, you're coming back to the same place. There's no ice over your head. There's a there's a line tender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not the same. And right. Even though the, the, and uh, sometimes I mean there, there might be some ice on the surface, Brash like ice a, or a, a yeah, yeah, like a little light, light coating, whatever. Light coating, but you get you know 30 feet from shore and yeah. it's back open water again. I mean, I, I know some instructors that kind of like that aspect because they're like, wow, well, if the shit really hits the fan, you know, there's always open water. But you're not at the end of the day, in my opinion, you're not really no. teaching them for the card you're about to hand them. Yeah, I, I concur. Just make them earn the, the ice diving card if you don't have the conditions or the necessary material, which is fucking ice. <laughs> you don't get the card. I don't know. Right, 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 right. I know that the listeners are like, man, Schwartz is a dick. He's a dick. I he'd take my card away right away <laughs> if he knew what I did. Goddamn right, I would take your card. Oh, Give me that thing. I oh, cut you got it up a, in front of you. Oh, you got a nice diving card. That's really nice. <laughs> Let me see the logbook to go with those dives. Do you remember? 
You remember back in the day when we would go to these uh, the classes we used to teach, but the instructors had taught us, they would do these little seminars, but they would just start taking people's equipment and like cutting shit up off of it. <laughs> like, this is garbage. This is junk. People what today do you would what do you, be like, what do you do with this? Get, get rid of that. You don't need all of this. You look like a monkey. You look like a monkey. They're telling you, or, or just get up out of the water and go, you don't want to learn. You fucking people do not want to learn and walk away. To me, that's real education. That's real. It, all this soft bullshit, we all got to be friends and kumbaya, does not give you real teaching. It gives you friendly teaching. I'm against it. Was a, it. it was a different world back it, I know, and it makes you a little It was bit, a different uh, world 20 years ago. The learning is, was exponentially, the amount of learning was exponentially. Graphic. Better. It was graphic. Well, it was graphic, but it, it stuck with you because it was more impactful. You know, it's like that, that law of intensity that we talked talk about it was more intense i mean you were actually being criticized you actually were offended and you were like well i should be offended you know because i'm an idiot and i i fell for stupid shit right and this right. is kind of what we're trying to teach or, or trying to give bring bring you know, back well at least well, tell well, our well, listeners yeah. listen you're falling for a lot of shit yeah 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 the the scuba industry like all industries are is riddled with gimmicks and snake oil yeah sh- i'm sure i'm sure there's purists in uh in uh mountain biking oh yeah right yeah. And then there's in and there's gimmicks yeah. in mountain biking too with really? the the, yeah. the special pedal yeah. and the you gotta have this little reflector and you gotta have this right. little switch on your uh, gears and then you, I'm sure there's purists out there just like and everything just like yeah, with yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's gimmicks for mountain climbing to get you to the mm-hmm. top of the hill super easy and light and fast and then there's people like good old Kitty Calhoun that'll all she needs She's is a, purist, a pair sure. of yeah. pair of shoes and some chalk for her hands good shoes and good chalk and and technique. technique. Exactly. And brains and awareness and all the things that we preach here. I'm sure she's in it. I mean, we don't know. Maybe we she is. Maybe she's got a little fucking. She did just accept my twenty one in in one. Twenty one. Got it yesterday. I was like, oh, fucking kitty. <laughs> did you write her a note? No, I'm going oh, to. I just okay. got it last night. Oh, did I she? Was, think I was you're like psychotic. Uh, does she have a lot of like friends? She's like, oh, okay. probably yeah, a lot of rock climbing. Yeah, friends. yeah, yeah. All, all rock climbing friends. But I'm going to send her a little message and say, hey, I'm sure you want to know who the hell this idiot is. Psycho. All right, so let's talk about ice diving in America. Not in those foreign countries. Let's talk about American ice diving. Uh, Who's saying that? I'm coming to America. Neil... Neil? Coming to America. Yeah, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond, Diamond. that's it. I'm getting his last name. Ice diving in America by Neil Diamond. I think... Ice diving in America. Ice diving in America. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, so back to n- nonsense. Yeah. So the first, the first site and the way they start this article off is talking about good old Stony Lake, Michigan. Which, for those of you foreigner listeners that we have out there, and as I glance over at you know our little stats right now from good old SoundCloud, cheers to the Netherlands and the UK and Australia, Italy and Japan and Germany, Malta. How many do we have All in Australia? All you guys over there in Egypt. How many thousands do we have in Australia? Sweden, New Zealand, Hong Kong, Kiwis. and Spain, Thailand, and South Africa. All People all over the place. You guys <laughs> might not know what it's like in good old Michigan. This little tiny little lake in Michigan. All you guys in Amsterdam and... Morocco? Es- do we have anybody from Morocco? Eskasoni, es- Canada? Eskasani, Canada, and... Tokyo, Japan. Morocco. Do we have Morocco? Geneva, Italy. Geneva, Italy? Genova. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah salami. Genova. Genova, Italy. Genova, salami. Genova, Italy. It's a salami capital of the world. Yeah. As well as Rome. <laughs> it's the salami capital. These guys from the salami capital. Of the and world. Watford in the UK. But a lot of people all over the United States as well, too. Um, who just might not be familiar with these uh, little hot spots that have been diving, uh, diving strongholds, little little uh, backyard mud holes. local mud hole dives. Stony Lake is one of them. Definitely one of them. And one yeah. of the cool things that it, it, I think think is why ice diving became so popular here in the Midwest is because it is typically a mud hole with five to ten feet of visibility Normally, generally yeah, the throughout summer. the summer. But and in it the opens winter. Up, it opens up to, to six to twelve feet. <laughs> to a crystal palace. 
no, no, of underwater but, wonder. But yeah, and, and uh, you know that same little mud hole in, in the winter under the ice could be now twenty to sixty feet of visibility, or even better, sometimes. or fifteen to sixty-five. You never know. But yes, you're absolutely you right. Viz usually opens up, is what we're getting at. Yeah, to something in, insanely incredible. It's Saturday morning in Southeast Michigan, and a bunch of friends and I are getting ready to go diving. With the van backed up in front of the dive shop, we run through our checklist, making sure we've got all the stuff we'll need. Tanks, regulators. Plastic shit. Masks. Booze. Fins. <laughs> dry suit. Snorkels. Chainsaw. Snorkels. Chainsaw. Chainsaw. What the? Chainsaw. That's right, Toto. Toto. <laughs> We're not in Nassau anymore. <laughs> Toto. Michigan is the land of large latitudes, and up here, when the days get shorter and colder, the first step in making a dive is cutting a hole in the ice so that you can get in the water. For decades, most Southeast Michigan divers have gotten their first taste of ice diving in Little Stony Lake, half a mile north of the village of Oxford on good old M24. Stony, long a popular open water training site, has a pebble and stone bottom on its southeastern corner. In the northeastern corner, near the Oxford Village Park, local divers have placed a number of sunken boats, a metal tank, and a training platform, adding variety, as well as a fish habitat to the dive. And that anymore, like uh, back in uh, the, the mid-90s, Stony was one of the, the few little training locations locally, but now there's a handful of them that are pretty actively dove year-round. Mm-hmm. For us up here, truth, you know, uh, truth. I mean, local lakes yeah. that that uh, you and I were part of, laying line in and, and getting uh, boats organized in a way that any diver can hear about it at a dive shop, show up at the local entry point, and actually yeah. have a good, decent, fun little dive. Yeah, thanks, Brando. Well, thank you, James. Thanks for uh, recognizing our part in the history of diving American lakes in Midwestern America, Michigan. I always told Gramps I'd grow up to be something special. <laughs> we dove those I'm going to do it, Grandpa. Well, I think back on when I just started diving here in Michigan, I would travel all over this freaking state. I would hear, oh, there's a lake over here, Beaver Lake over here, and you'd, you'd drive. Remember we went to Hell, yeah, Michigan, looking at that dove, damn uh, Devil's Lake. Devil's Lake in Hell, Michigan, and uh, we thought, this is going to be great. We're going to have a Halloween dive in Hell. <laughs> oh, man, what a disaster that Oh, was. man, we, like, it took us... Like we, an hour. We scootered. We scootered. We couldn't three get below... three feet of water. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad, and it never really, it never really became anything. So anyway, we've had for every one of those, actually, for every twenty of those, we have like one that's like really, Boom. yeah, yeah, nails it. So you got to go and put, yeah, we work you in, know, I guess you, we you see something really cool, like right. a, like a here we go, it's gonna be another dump, and then we get like a bear lake, like we had a yeah. couple years yes. ago up yeah, on, outside, was, of, uh, outside this of was Trevor. spectacular yeah, in that place. Uh, but Stony Lake has been around. I mean, it was being dived when I started diving, and they had that uh, clear dome in it, you know, a little, I don't know, might, might have been like a three-foot or two-foot diameter clear dome that you, that they had anchored to the bottom that you go up in. Oh, yeah, yeah, a little cone yeah, of silence. Cone uh, of silence, yes. <laughs> now, for you get smart yeah, fans. The, uh, yeah, trade secret people. Like, when you come across one of those little domes underwater that you can stick your head up into... Don't take your regulator out of your mouth. Yeah, just uh... <laughs> keep keep breathing the good, clean air that's in your tank. Right. You would think that as scuba divers, certified scuba divers, we realize the importance of air, good, clean, filtered air, versus breathing a probably a exhaled carbon dioxide laden gas at depth. Probably not coated with the slime, slime and, and parasites yeah. and algae, of... fish crap, <laughs> zebra mussels. Yeah, don't drink that water. Fish poop in it. True, unless it's flowing, you know, like in the caves. I drink that cave water. It's probably not good for me. I don't know. I don't drink like a ton of it, but I like rinse out my mouth. Oh yeah, you can you can you can give a good mouth rinse. That's the beauty of that fresh. Pay water. no attention to these sores. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they come and go. <laughs> With the proximity to a number of great lakes, Michigan is a wreck divers paradise. Since it involves diving on lines and the use of heavier wetsuits or dry suits, standard procedure for wreck diving in the cold waters of Lake Huron, Michigan, and Superior 
Ice diving at Stony Lake is both a good introduction to wreck diving technique and popular means of keeping skills honed during the off-season. Truth. And, and um, I would say that in 2018, now 20 years later, with the number of different types of dry suits you can get and the different price ranges you can get dry suits at, Diving it, trying to do an ice dive in a wetsuit in 2018 is nah. is just a foolish move. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Why why you would do that is beyond me. It, it, it's cold. I don't know. Maybe you're trying to I, show I, your I, testicle size. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I which get, will be quite small by the time you're done. <laughs> I mean, I get being you know uh, you know you know not having the money for a dry suit or something, but okay, then then you're not ready for ice diving then. Truth. I mean, it's a it's a ton of. It's a ton of pressure and liability on, on the instructional staff, mm-hmm. you know, to to know the detriment that you're in. Right. Well, you're going to at be all extremely times. limited. And yeah. I know people and are listening. Yes, you can get it done, but but you're not a help to the other people in the water no. with you. No, at, everybody's got to work to take care of you. Yeah. Because you're going to need to be lifted out of that water and very quickly put into a very, get dry and get warm quick. Unlike the dry suit, which you can yeah, get out, you'll warm up alone, in it. Let alone on the second dive you got to do for oh, yeah, the class Oh, yeah, get into another way. <laughs> you're going to have you to know, so, yeah, warm water. Just, if you're going to do it, do it. Get, do it a, right. get in a dry suit. Do it right, God's man. Sakes. Come on. Get in a dry suit, for God's sakes. For the love of all that is holy. Now, Jesus had a dry now suit. The, now, at the end of class, yes. you want to uh, you know, join the, the Polar Bear Club and jump in in a Speedo? You're not scuba diving. Yeah, just go do <laughs> Go for thing. it. Yeah. Go for it. Get your uh, get your cold water fix in that way. Have some fun. Be silly. But for for doing the dives, be properly equipped. Hashtag true facts. Hashtag proper equipment. Hashtag scuba instructors. Now, uh, he mentions about uh, the, the visibility, right? Uh, like we just did earlier. Particularly in February and March when the snow has reduced the growth of microscopic life forms in the water, the viz in the 10 to 12 foot range most of the summer can open dramatically. I remember one ice dive where we swam to the end of our 100-foot safety line, turned, and clearly saw details on a diver who was hovering under the hole. Try underwater photography here during the winter, and you will very well might decide it's your favorite season for diving. Anybody for a macro shot of that striped bass's eyeball? (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Why would he go macro when the visibility is opening to the insane? Well, because because that bass, that striped bass is just laying on the bottom. True facts. Ain't but doing nothing. Ain't swimming around. Facts. Ain't swimming around <laughs> that time of year. It's just hanging out. You can get right up to that striped bass, snap a picture of his eyeball. But that's the you one picture you got. Summer. You can't get that in the summer. True, but you got that one. Yeah, you've got that one picture. But the real draw is your wide, your wide views. Yes, very true. That's, I'm just saying. I'm with you. I'm with you. I love those wide views. Love those wide views. Now we we might have to take a road trip here for uh, to to dive Lake George in New York. Another one of our like crazy road trips. It sounds like this might actually turn out to be a decent dive, though. Really? What would you say about a 32 mile long pristine lake with dive sites in 15 to 240 foot depth limits? I would say. Color me bad. Let's three, go. Three, listen, listen to this. Three well-preserved national registered revolutionary war wrecks. Yeah, Lake George is including no joke. The Red O sunk in 1758. Twelve newer wrecks sunk in vehicles, including a mysterious, newly discovered 15-foot-long by 4-foot-wide yellow submarine and a tractor-trailer. A yellow submarine? Are you serious, The man? Beatles are inside of it. We all live there. <laughs> in what? The yellow submarine. A yellow submarine? We all live there in the yellow submarine. A yellow submarine? A yellow submarine. <laughs> the yellow submarine, what does that symbolize? Trout. Why is it yellow? Trout. Trout. Bass, it symbolizes a trout. Perch. <laughs> salmon. Smelt. A friendly community. Outlet stores and more. We say a great place to take friends and family for a dive vacation in upstate New York, <laughs> just north of Albany. Nice. That doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, that sounds like a fun little uh, place to go ice diving. You know where I did an ice diving uh, little jaunt once? It was in New Hampshire. Oh, did you? Yes, in uh, Lake Sunapee, New Hampshire. Interesting fact, you know who lives in uh, Lake Sunapee? I don't know if he still lives there. He, he probably does. It's Steven Tyler. 
No, it's very. It's a small town. Walk this way. He lived across the lake. Down this way. From where? Walk this way. Down this way. That's Steven Tyler? Well, I don't know if it's that, but yeah, Steven Tyler of Aerosmith, if that's who you're trying to be. But uh, Wasn't it, it very obvious? Very small town. Wasn't it obvious? Very conservative, and Steven Tyler were coming to the little restaurant in town. Everybody knew, loved him, knew him, like regular guy in the place. All these old folks are like, hey, which was weird. Was the, was the, was the uh, hostess at the restaurant like, table for two? Walk this way! <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what. Actually, he he had the job as a host, hostess in the beginning. That's where that song came from. <laughs> as winter approaches, a new frontier of diving adventure comes with it. Clear water combined with reasonable access and many shallow sites provides plentiful opportunity for all levels of ice diving. Cannonballs, grape shot, bottles, and more can still be the bounty of the lucky-eyed diver. Cool. Pretty cool. Sounds like a fun little. Uh, I was gonna say place that go sounds like a nice little dive. I'm curious what the what does it say the viz was. It said good viz, right? Mm-hmm. I missed that part. I've heard of now Lake another George. site that they mention in this is Portage Quarry, Ohio, which is gone recently. It's uh, gone. It's, well, I mean, it's still there. Yeah, but for all for scuba divers, yeah, it's they, gone. Uh, they they closed the diving facilities there a couple years back. But there's a couple of other quarries in oh we have quarries in Ohio yeah. that if the if the winter is cold enough they freeze. will freeze up yeah and you can do ice diving and quarries that already have pretty good visibility oh just my god go absolutely forget epic about it well you remember Gilboa Quarry in the winter it doesn't freeze very often it does occasionally it's got to be a cold long snap but Gilboa in the winter I recall. And the deep end, you could see from you could see across the oh, deep yeah. end, and this is hundreds, hundreds of visibility. Feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like, absolutely oh, incredible. It just opens up to insane visibility. And, and White you get Star a, right now, especially is, when you uh, get one of those insane. just glorious winter blue sky sun sun up days. I mean, Hallelujah! Just, yeah, Hallelujah, bitches! <laughs> you can hear the angels singing. Yes. Now tell me, describe your perfect ice dive. You wake up, right? You get up. Your that wife is, uh, rolls over and you, goes, you honey, are you feeling frisky? <laughs> <laughs> this is how my day would start. My perfect day. <laughs> my socks are already on. <laughs> I open up the I open up the blinds. Icicles hanging. And sun streaming S- through. Or is it still dark? Sparkling, no, sparkling. Uh, sparkling. Uh, you said my perfect. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. I'm Sun listening. sparkling on the ice icicles. Ooh, diamonds. Like, uh, yeah, it looks like, like diamonds. Shiny diamonds. Glittering diamonds. Then what? Somebody else is driving. That's right. <laughs> Breakfast, a hot cup of joe. The only the greatest group of ice diving students you've ever known. You taught them, they've you've al- raised them from already, young. They've already lads cut the hole. And lasses and they've already cut the whole cut. <laughs> we just show up. With our coffee in hand, donut in the other hand. This is perfect dive right here. Boston cream. <laughs> Boom. The day is the day can't get any better, you think. Then you have a warming hut oh. with ample space, with hangers for your dry suit, dry floor, hot water boiling outside. Chili. You can smell the chili cooking for the lunch after the dive. Waitresses. Wait, serving you uh, coffee refills in bikinis because it's warm inside the tent. But they're wholesome. They're from church. They came from church. The only reason they're in bikinis is to raise money for our charity, the James and Brando <laughs> charity of podcasting charity. Uh, so then we go diving, and the students are immaculate. They're like they're incredible. They don't get tangled up in the line. No, they they actually could. Each one could be. A private instructor they of ice dive. They all have good line etiquette. They're insane, and the pictures are magical. The pictures are every single one. Flash fires. Everything goes as they it's don't. Supposed they to. don't enter the hole. Go straight to the bottom and, and crash destroy. into the bottom to <laughs> to take away that hundred feet of visibility. They yes. they stay neutrally buoyant and keep and preserve that crystal clear water and it's sunny and it's warm up up top it's about it's about 42 on the surface but it's not all it's wet and cold. muddy it's on the ground cold. it's not wet and nice yeah it's yeah. nice we got pallets this, out, this is a perfect day it can't get any better we get out of the water on time we have some chili 
the students clean up the mess, and we tell them, we'll, we'll be waiting for you at the pub. <laughs> no, they, they say. Just text your order. They say, hey, why don't you guys go wait for us at the pub? Yes. We'll clean up the Even hole. Even better. There we go. And then our bikini-clad church girls drive us to the pub. They're also Uber drivers <laughs> on the side. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> this is perfect. And then the um, and then a, just a random shop owner shows up and pays the whole bill. That happens all the time, though. That <laughs> we're used to that shit. <laughs> random shop owner. So they they mentioned about Portage that uh, Portage usually ordinarily freezes over January through March, which is pretty typical of of this area freezing up yeah you know? if you're gonna with, get ice it's it's then yeah and they mentions that with ice thickness up to 18 inches which i've is seen pretty, it 19 i've seen it 19 thick pretty thick i've seen it 19 and a half actually do you remember that uh how long ago was that now that uh, we, uh, that we about, took that chunk out and it was bigger than my 20 inch bar yeah yeah that's it was like that was about three or four, four inches years ago than yeah, my four or five years ago, no, yeah, yeah. Divers can choose where to cut the hole depending on their preference for under ice exploration. In the far northeast corner, the diver can swim around and through the stone weighing scales just a few feet under the ice. Drop down to 30 feet and there's a cement fence, a signpost with compass headings of the quarries, sites, and scattered remains of drowned vehicles, trees, and cement mixers. What about the silo and the bus? Cut the hole instead about 100 feet to the west and divers will float through clear water along the sheer wall, exhilaration bubbles and barely squeezing out between the ice and stone. Here, too, is the signature site of porridge, the 30-foot stone silo. The top is just about 12 feet down, and the diver, as the diver rests, he can look up to his bubbles, breaking and splashing on the ice overhead. Here, too, at 45 feet, a school bus rests on the rocky bottom. Yeah, porridge was a a fun little little site for for getting in the water. And when the viz was good, when the viz was bad, it was bad. It cloudy, milky. It, it, yeah. it had most of the quarry had such a really soft, yes. soft bottom, and most of the the divers that were frequenting portage were an old school mentality, and they, you know, um, they were dumbasses. They, they, they were old school divers. They were they, dumbasses. Yeah, they they would literally, <laughs> you know, it was Those standard protocol. People. Was I mean that that's where I learned. When I first did my open water dives, it was at Portage, and that cement wall that they're talking about, this yeah. thing was coming up off the bottom, about three feet off yeah. the bottom. Mm-hmm. And our instructor took all eight of us down, mm-hmm. and we sat on the wall, straddled it like it was a horse. Yeah. They dumped us all, like nuts to butts, like like all like... Nuts to butts? What the hell, man? What kind of crowd are you hanging around? I've been in the service. For, uh, I was in the service. Never heard nuts. Belly, to butts. you never heard nuts to butts. Okay, no. so belly line us all up, belly to back. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So uh, we'll change it to belly. No, you yeah. can keep it. Bellies, whatever. I don't want. I don't want to change the pizzazz, the, the flair of the show. Bellies to tanks. One, yeah. one behind the other. Yeah. And uh, he walked alongside of us. Flood your mask. He walked. Flood your mask. Flood your mask. Why swim when you can walk (laughs) underwater? Well, he swam all the way back to the beginning. Okay, but then he walked one at a time. Um, Take your regular, put it back in. (laughs) Take your regular, put it back in. Swim all the way back on. You're out of air. Donate. Okay, recover your regulator. You know, and and that was commonplace, like all over that quarry. So, yeah, you you got there, you know, midday, midday Saturday. Viz was done. Yeah, you know, and and then that that that. Silt would just hang for days. Yeah, it was cloudy, milky. Yeah. I remember another site, uh, which is out to the west of us, which I've, I've never even been to You've Wyoming. Never, been never even been to Wyoming at all. I've touched touched ground there. Devil's Lake, Tower, Lake Desmet. Oh man, I was in. I was totally infatuated with Devil's Tower when I was a little kid. You didn't go see it though. I didn't go see it. I just like in Staring National Wyoming, Geographic yeah. magazines. I, I thought that was just the coolest looking place it is cool it's a big tourist a lot of bikers out there yeah and and uh climbers climb that yeah you can climb see the climbers are yeah, all yeah. over the place there but uh it is cool it's I'm gonna, really let's make wild. the journey i'm gonna let's go out to devil's tower and let's dive lake Desmet. how far into wyoming is lake Desmet? well it's at an elevation of four thousand six hundred feet it has become a popular dive site 
with Wyoming and Southern Montana divers. Both of them. (laughs) Both of them. (laughs) Chuck and Dave. (laughs) Named after the 19th century Catholic missionary father Desmet, this natural spring-fed lake has been raised over the years with a building of two dams and numerous levees and is frequented by boaters, fishermen, and the year-round diver. From late June through mid-September, the warm water... 70 degrees on the surface and 60 degrees plus at about 30 feet with visibility ranging from 15 to 30 feet. But there are a few hardy souls who dive under the ice in January and February. They set up their ice saws, augers, and lines and venture under the blue of the ice layer to take advantage of the better visibility, up to 50 feet at times. Wow. On a cold, wintry day, you may find divers going under the ice for pleasure and others for recovery. There are always objects to be removed, jet skis, a snowmobile or two, and even fishing tackle. Evidences of human habitation are ever-present in this flooded valley. An old bridge that spanned an original feeder creek, an overfilled swimming pool, a farmer's hay wagon and a submerged boat ramps, which hopefully your boat never reaches, are just some of the popular objects to navigate. It's located on the east side of the Interstate 90, about 24 miles south of Sheridan, Wyoming, and two and a half hours from Billings, Montana. Oh, wow. I wouldn't mind going to Montana. I haven't been to Montana. Big sky country. Big sky country, yeah, yeah. Big cool pictures. Cool oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. I bet you. Fantastic photography yeah. up there. Editor's note they have in here. Uh-oh. Editor's note, they make mention that ice diving is technical diving and requires special advanced training. Equipment and safety procedures prior, ice diving is technical diving and requires special advanced training, equipment, and safety procedures prior to participation. Like the special ice diving snorkel. Mandatory. Mandatory in some agencies... Yeah, they, uh, they believe requirements. because you can stick that snorkel up through a hole and live for I don't know how long, but you got to find the thin ice. Yeah, and it's got to be yeah, yeah, it's got to be thin, thin enough that you can get that snorkel up in the hole and out. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, no, no. Well, that's that's their that's, well, that that's is literally that's, the mentality. Well, I mean, that's just old procedure. Uh, pre- it's still being preached. It, it it is still preached by some. Not people with brains. Oh, <laughs> that is in, incorrect politically, if you ask me to say they have no brains. Well, when you're 100 feet from I a hole brain. and you just needed a chainsaw to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be your, snorkels, your snorkel's not going to do much. No, that's my humble opinion as well. As a matter of fact, the snorkel is You know is what the snorkel is going to do? What? It's going to tangle up on that tether that you're yes. attached to every time you turn around. Yep. Among other things. And it's going to... Yank and rip your mask open and flood your mask with 34 degree water. There, now we're getting to it. Now we're getting to the old downside of the snorkel. Yeah, man, but with some cool stuff. You know, uh, ice diving is a lot of fun. If, um, you know, the uh, the ability to see, you know, usually lots of crayfish in a yeah. lot of the local lakes that, that are we out. We have the mud puppies. The mud puppies, close encounters with walleye and Ooh, bass and perch pike. That, that, and pike, pike you know big the, ass pike or the gar yeah that, that you just don't usually see often in the uh in the summertime no this you know is... that one they're swimming around and they're moving you know mm-hmm. uh they're pretty pretty dormant you know come uh come those winter months yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. really slow moving yeah definitely and then, a different and photos experience. and photos that you you'll oh very man. unique photography yes. and cool fun stuff so if you've never tried ice diving, give it a go, man. It's a, it's good fun stuff. It's cold as hell. There's no getting around it. You're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna be, be cold, cold, you know. But you know what? You're gonna be cold if you go snow skiing. You know when it's ten degrees out and you're at the top of yeah. the hill and the wind's blowing like a son of a bitch. You're gonna be cold, but you're gonna be having fun and you're gonna be active. So you get around it, you deal with it, you you work through it. And there are ways to mediate that discomfort. I mean, you can get the. You know, if you want to throw money at the issue, you can get a nice electrical heated undergarment or just get a good undergarment. You're fine. We, Which you know, is going to help. We aren't terribly even, uncomfortable. When I mean, we go even if you've diving. got. It's not a hot tub, but it's, even if you've got heated undergarments. Yeah. You're not warm and toasty. No, you're OK. I mean, it's and it, I don't want it to spell it either in, in the direction of 
man, it's the most horrible thing you're ever going to experience. Because it's, it's not. not no. It's not that bad. We did, uh, we did that polar plunge for the Special Olympics. Now, that sucked my life away <laughs> in a way that I was not expecting. That I, um... took my breath, like, evacuated my breath immediately. I couldn't. I was like, oh, my Listen, God. I got in the shower yesterday and the the it wasn't all the way hot yet that got me pretty good you know well i had we have to shout out to josh because do you do you remember when we did this thing and i had the whole the whole gang with me and uh so jump in and all of the kids like were pushing each other out of the way to get out of that water as soon as they could <laughs> right, right, right. so i was trying to you know help and wait till get them all out of the water first and meanwhile my body was going numb so you go through that it goes numb and well at first it started to burn it was so cold that your whole body is burning you felt like you were on fire did you have that going on because i'm sitting in the water i'm just treading water i'm like oh my effing god this is insane because i did not expect it to be that bad so i'm sitting there treading water and it goes from uh like cold, you know, you're freezing cold. Then all of a sudden, it's like your whole body's on fire. So if it's so cold that it's burning, and you're like, "Wow, this is." Uh, I like hot. I like hot peppers. So I'm thinking, "Oh, this is like my whole body is in hot peppers, right?" And I'm starting to like it. I'm going, "Oh, this is." Pe-. And then I have no feeling anywhere. I can't. Oh, I can't the pain, feel anything. The funny the thing, I wasn't is- shivering until I got out of the water. Right, right, right. See, I just. Um- and then you made the mad dash to the warming tent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> I uh instead uh just transcended spiritual discomfort. True. I, well, I did that <laughs> as well, but <laughs> Well, hey guys, um that's the end of the year for you. That's 2018. We ended it up with a nice ice diving again. I think we did this last year. Didn't we we uh, talked about ice diving before uh January. We ended 2017 super happy with how the show was growing. Yeah, it's still growing. We had Nearly 9,000 listens in 2017. That's from like April yeah. to the end of the year, you know, getting the right, show started. Right, right, right. Keep in mind, uh, you know, uh, uh, two guys that knew nothing about podcasting. True. Still, still don't even still really don't know, know how to get. About podcasting. We, we, we <laughs> don't know how to get into our iTunes account to fix the couple what things the f- to make it so that you can actually find the show easier. But then, uh, you know, 2018, we, you know, almost 40,000 listens in 2018 so not bad for a couple of yahoos not bad for a couple of idiots a couple of no good for nothing no good nicks (laughs) you know a show that was you know literally a couple of our local local dive shop friends you know uh wanting to listen to us (laughs) you know make asses of ourselves you know now it's here throughout the U.S., Canada, the U.K., Australia, Germany, Sweden, Japan, Netherlands, United Arab Emirates, New Nobody Zealand, Egypt, Mexico. I mean, all over the place. What so. about Morocco? Malta. Malta, yes. We got a Malta. Excellent. We got a number in Malta. A lot, you know, a bunch in Malta. A bunch of falcons, baby. But no Morocco. What about? Chechnya. Get on the ball, Morocco. Tell your Moroccan friends to start tuning in. What about Chechnya? So big, um, big thank you to everybody for yes supporting us again for another year, and uh, we hope to start off 2019 with some really cool stuff that you guys uh, really dig. Uh, we're gonna get back to some roots of uh, early scuba diving. Yeah, and and, so I think um, we should tell people about our our planned the real history, like the history of diving from from when uh, Jesus was diving, and prior to that, when cavemen were diving, when dinosaurs were diving. <laughs> okay, what's uh, what's a good closing for uh, for the year two thousand and eighteen? What was your what was my proudest? What was moment? your uh, favorite catchphrase of the year? My favorite catchphrase. <laughs> There's so many. Hashtag true facts. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Why yeah, do you have your, what was your What was your favorite episode of the Oh, year? my favorite episode. Let me see. I mean, uh, I, we, I mean, we had, we had a big year this year. It was fifty two weeks. We did the we did the big uh, we we did the big four part deep air special this year. True, that we was a good the, one. I like that that interview with Brett. Yeah. To me, I think as far as real diving, you know, talking about diving and the aspects of diving that I love. 
involved with that was some of the history of how we are, how we got to where we're at. Yeah, then we we did the uh, like we did like one. the the devil's gas, and then the two part about Cronin. Old Cronin. I mean, that was. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed doing that stuff a lot. We also had a really big start to the year with the. Uh, the we did the big three part uh, Dan accident report. Right, right. Which we're gonna change. Dan accident. We're report. gonna we're gonna delve into the same idea again this year, but we're gonna we're gonna change it up a bit for you guys. I think you're gonna dig uh, how we make the change for. 2019. We're going to make fake accidents and real accidents, and you've got to figure out which ones are the fake ones, which ones are the real. It's like those, do you ever, did you ever um, that, do that thing where you go someplace, you're the new guy, and, and you got to do this. Okay, you got to tell about yourself. We want you to do this, you know, write down four things, four, four things that you've done, and one of them is real, and three are fake, you know, kind of. It's like that. That's what I want to do with the accidents. That's why people are like, wow. That's, that's why you're not stupid. in charge of programming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's how it's going to be. <laughs> I think I think getting our listeners involved with that's, some um, zany, I think it would prove a point. I'm not saying that I'm the not saying accidents are I'm not ridiculous. Saying, I'm not saying it's the stupidest idea I've ever heard of <laughs> for a, for a podcast. But it's the stupidest but it's, idea. But it's up there. It's up <laughs> but it's there. the stupidest idea I've ever heard of. Okay. No, people, what do you think? You got any uh, good ideas, uh, things that, uh, now that you kind of get We've had a few suggestions now, Yeah, now that you're there. getting the gist of uh, how our show's, how, what our rhythm's like, you got any uh, suggestions, stuff that you want to hear, let us know. Uh, we always love reading uh, emails and suggestions. We love answering your questions. If you got questions, send them on over to us. Uh, Big thank you again to... Uh, to <laughs> To the uh, show supporters and sponsors, donators, always, yes. Patreon, T-shirt buyers, sticker buyers, all you guys uh, couldn't do this. Uh, couldn't no. even be. Con- the show would be no done. Way could we the continue- show would be done. Yeah, no way could we have continued this without so, your help. So thank you so much. Okay, sign my logbook. Okay. Uh, you're as cold as ice. No need to sacrifice our love. XO XO. Dive safe, foreigner. Ice, ice baby. Stop. Thanks for collaborating (laughs) on this ice dive. Listen. (laughs) Stop. Collaborate on this ice dive. See you guys. Thanks. Safe diving. Blood, blood, blood,